Hello listeners, yes, it's Seeking Plum, and yes, it is still Saturday. I read an article earlier today that I just can't get out of my head. I'm somewhat excited about it. I stumbled upon it uh, via Twitter, and it's on a site I had never heard of called splinternews.com. The title is called Welcome to an American City Where the Government Barely Exists, and it was written by Aaron Mondry, I'm assuming you pronounce his last name. That's M-O-N-D-R-Y. So I'm not going to cover everything in this article, but I am going to pick out a few highlights that have me really excited about this. Okay, so the author is writing about Highland Park, Michigan. At its peak in the 1930s, it had a population of around 53,000, but now it has just over 10,000 residents. To say the area is struggling would be an understatement. They've had Uh, Their water shut off, similar to Detroit. The energy company even repossessed roughly 1,400 residential streetlights, literally removing them for a $4 million unpaid bill. They've experienced emergency financial management for nine years, and, and they're facing a $26 million lawsuit filed by Detroit for having not supposedly paid water bills. They faced crime, blight, poverty. Like I said, to say that Highland Park is struggling is an understatement. But here's where it begins to get exciting. So they understand obviously that the city is cash strapped and they don't have what's needed. But they're providing for the community what the city cannot. So the citizens are building these smaller villages within the city. A woman named Mama Shu, or known as Mama Shu, owns uh, 29 properties on Avalon Street. She's in the process of converting them into a holistic and sustainable Avalon village. She says the whole thing, everything, is connected together and here to uplift, serve, and cater to the community. So. Here are some of the things that she's got going on. They have these shipping containers that are being converted into the, quote, goddess marketplace. It's pop-up retail space for women entrepreneurs. Then she is remodeling a house called the Homework House. It's after-school access to a meal, tutors, computer lab, and showers for students. She's calling it the home before they get home. She's also got in the works basketball courts, park, a wellness center, greenhouse, and vegetarian cafe. So that's just Mama Shu. Then there's this company also in Highland Park called Solidarity, but it's spelled S-O-U-L-A-R. They developed and manufacture solar-powered streetlights. They brighten as the day fades, provide internet, and they're not connected to the power grid, so they remain on during power power outages. I believe it's a street over from Avalon. There's a school. It was called Thompson Elementary. Now it's just a shell. One Shannon is looking to build Parker Village there. It's not a reality yet, but he's looking to build a garden cafe in the playground, electric vehicle charging station, state-of-the-art event center, and steam lab and offices for his entertainment company plus more he plans to install solar panels on the roof and radiant heating in the floor and he's also planning to recycle the water plumbing so that it pipes into the irrigation 
So although this city is struggling, really, this city sounds like it's got it going on. It's been said that this is a city of big ideas, huge commitment, and creativity to make it happen. You know what this sounds like to me? It sounds like the perfect place to try a whole bunch of new things, to throw everything at, from venture capital to creative ideas. Highland Park is a hotbed. Highland Park is becoming this example to the rest of the nation of things to try or dare to dream to try, showing that creative solutions are viable. If the nation deems several of them a success, how many more successful ideas coming out of Highland Park would receive credibility nationwide? That's why I think it would be really exciting to throw more at Highland Park, more in every regard, money, ideas, etc. I would personally love to see our schools redesigned. I'm sick of seeing those large cinder block walls and those plain old desks stuck in rows. Based on all of the research that we've learned about the styles of learning and brain development, and even the architecture's influence on human health and our mental health, we should not be teaching our young this way. We should not be, be setting them up in this, quote, learning environment that we do. I spent way too long looking for it, but there was an article I read probably a year, year and a half ago. Yeah, it stuck with me about some architect who traveled the world designing hospitals or healthcare facilities. Not in the way that we understand them, you know, the glass and brick and all of that. He was doing this in third world countries, so obviously there wasn't a lot of money to be had, but he was designing them with ingenuity and creativity. So he considered materials and germs, airflow and light. He wanted something that was not only functional, but something that was also healthy for us, not only physically, but mentally. These structures were also beautiful and fit with the culture and the area wherever he was building them. So in parts of Africa, some of these buildings were even more open. The point being is that if he could create these structures in these places all over the world with minimal amounts of money and come up with these creative solutions, then why can't we do it here at home? Not only should we care about our, our sick, but we should also care deeply about our young. We want them to grow up to be smart and strong, and they, as, as is always said, they are our future. If we handicap them in any way, that is on us, not on them, that is on us. This is also a great community where I could see the Timekeeper Bank app being implemented. I mentioned this briefly on a segment the other day, but it didn't make it into an episode. I heard about this app through Sentient Future, but uh, the CEO, Keith Hupp, H-U-P-P, is also here on Anchor. So the goal with Timekeeper Bank uh, is to move away from 
regular currency, green money, to an, an alternate or a community currency of time. So for instance, let's pretend I'm fluent in Italian <laughs> and I teach you, you would um, credit me one hour of time. Then let's say I need help with my yard. Then I could credit that hour to someone else for their assistance. From the sounds of it, Mama Shu already might have volunteers working in the um, homework house, either preparing meals or as tutors. If they're already giving up their time, why not credit them? I'm still new to the idea of alternate currencies and I'm still a bit hesitant about it because I haven't pushed the idea very far. Could an alternate currency replace real money anytime soon? I don't see that happening. At some point, possibly, but a lot of things would have to be considered. But Highland Park could be the place where you try some of those things out. If that's the direction you want to go, that's the place to try it. Okay, so I have a question for you. If you could live in a community like Highland Park, or let's just say Avalon Village, would you do it? If your kids could participate in the homework school, or let's just say you or your friend or your partner or wife or could participate in the goddess uh, marketplace, would you be interested? Would you love to live somewhere where the street lights also provide internet access? Where the goal of the, the village is to be holistic and sustainable? Not only that, but would you want to live somewhere where it's full of creativity and the commitment to make those ideas come to life? Would you want to be a part of that? I don't like the idea of, of being unsure about my running water, but I really like the idea of Highland Park. If you have a chance, look for that article. Currently the city, rather the politicians, are not being very cooperative with the citizens. And it's sad and frustrating to see because there's so much potential there. Sometimes I wish we have the ability to reset every so often and reimagine or recreate what our society should look like from the top to the bottom, from the bottom to the top. The political structure, the way we educate, everything. But at this point, it's a little late. It's a bit big and unruly. I think you sort of only get one shot at it. You start in the beginning and from then on it's just a matter of morphing and changing and you never know where it's going to end up, just like where we are now. Quote, well we've always done it that way. Here's to innovation, creativity, and brighter tomorrows.